Welcome to the Life in 20 podcast, where you will learn something from everyone you meet in 20 action-packed minutes. Now, let's get lit with your hosts, Paul, Carson, and McCoy LeBlanc. Jenny Fruya, good to have you. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Appreciate this. So we just like to dive right in. We only got 20 minutes. So we want to know uh, where you're from. You know, how'd you get here? Why you do the things that you do. So maybe just start off with your kind of your career journey. Got you where you're at. All right. Well, I started, my dad owns that optical or owned an optical and telephone in Seattle. And I started as a senior in high school after school, working with him and once I graduated, you know, I, I never knew what I wanted to do. And I was very comfortable being an optician, I'm an optometrist. So there was a two and a half year program at Seattle Central. And I started the fall after high school and whipped that out and got my license. And I've been doing it now for 30 years, I think. Wow. Yeah. About that. 30 Long years. time. So you know, we've been hearing a little bit about that with folks on the pod. Like it's rare today in today's world for people to be at one company or even in one profession for that, that long. Is this something that requires college or doesn't require college today? Or how would you describe it? There's two paths. You can do the college program. Either way, you have to pass a state board. The other way to do it is by an apprenticeship, which was through, it's a longer path because there's so many hours. I can't remember if it's, I think it's like 500 hours and, and don't quote me. I don't know, but the same test, just different path to it. So the way I went, it was by an associate program at Seattle Central that's no longer there. And it helped me be able to pass all those state boards. Okay. So maybe just, you know, obviously our audience, Gen Z here, explain what the difference is, well, and Gen X here, explain what the difference is between optician and optometrist and, you know, what you really do kind of day to day. Okay. So I'm an optician. I'm a licensed optician by the state of Washington and nationally. The best explanation for it is we're like the pharmacist of the optical world. So an optometrist is actually not a medical doctor, but a doctor of optometry. They do. They write the prescriptions for people prescription for medications, but they can't do any surgeries. Ophthalmology is an MD version of that. So they do a lot of surgeries and deeper, you know, glaucoma, things like that. So I'm, I'm, I take those prescriptions and I fill them. Got it. So if you're having vision issues, you know, you don't, you don't get that clarity. Hopefully you don't have that until you're kind of our age. Jen, Jen, um, this is something that like, you admired about your dad. You always it always fascinated you, interest you, or did you kind of fall into this because of that relationship? What do you what do you think? I definitely fell into it, and I was comfortable doing it. I didn't love school. I never really wanted to go away to college. I never had this. You know, I I I kind of wanted to be a dentist at one point, but then I I just didn't ever want to have to go through all that schooling. I was very comfortable doing this. I knew it. So I, I definitely fell into it. Well, good. Sounds like it worked out very well. All right. Good intro. Kids, fire away. My biggest question is growing up, who do you think was the biggest influence in your life? 
my family's very, very tight. So I would have to say my my family, my, I was very close to my grandfather. He was just a, a down-to-earth kind man. He was a huge influence. I was close in age to my aunt. They're about 10 and 12 years older than me. So in my elementary and junior high and even in high school, I was really close to them. Their kids, I did a lot of babysitting for them. I always thought that they they had a great time in life. And so I always thought that was really cool. I, I looked up to them as young adults. And so, yeah, my, my family's a huge influence on me. That's good. Corey? What is your starting salary as an optometrist? Optician? Well, when I started, when I first got my license, like starting was about $10 an hour. So that was back in 1995. Now we hire licensed opticians 25 to 30 an hour. Okay. Like just starting out, you would get 25 to 30 after you just get. But you have to, you do have to have a license. You have to have a license. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) a license that you have to, we have to maintain that license. So we have to renew it every year. We have to have certain continuing education hours every year. So it's just like any department of health license with its own requirements. Yeah. Okay. What about like 10, 15, 20 years, like into the job? Like how much, what's like the salary um, or experience? Well, things have changed a lot. So in 10, 15, 20 years, I hope to see that increase a lot. But it, it, there's been a big jump in the last 10 years on that salary. So yeah. I've been doing it a long time. I can't, I, I don't know. I hope to be making a lot of money in 10 years, but or being done. <laughs> Did you- it's definitely not a field where you're going to be in making a hundred thousand dollars out the gate you're it's yeah. just not one yeah. of those it's, it's a it's is a it done? <clears throat> what other comp benefits though jen is it like are there bonuses or you know good 401k matching what are the things that relate oh to yeah so it's going to depend on the company when i worked with my dad's company we were much smaller but i did at 20 years old started out with my my retirement plan so that's grown quite well in the last Nice. 30 years, 15, 20 years. So it's going to depend on the company. I work for a big company now. It's a national company. I'm called the training store manager. So I have my own stipend. I get reimbursed for my cell phone and mileage and all that kind of stuff. I get a lot of, well, I think it's a lot of PTO about six weeks a year, which to me has a huge value. I've been approached by several companies that want, because there's a huge need for licensed opticians. So I could leave my job now, but to me, the the PTO plan that I've got and and the comfort of working a block from home. And there's all sorts of benefits to where I'm working right now for me. For sure. For sure. But yeah, we help benefits all the all the all the things. So today, if you if you start off in that role and let's say you're making is it hourly or salary? In the state of Washington, most of us are, are hourly unless you are a district manager or an area manager. Then I switch you over to salary because you've got to work a lot more hours. So does it feel like, like so like in my work, corporate America, it's your typical anywhere from 2 to 4% annual merit increase a year. Is it kind of the same in that world? So if, if 10 years mm. after you start at 25 bucks an hour, can you assume that you're getting a, a you know, a buck a raise a year or, or how does that? Yeah, that average about 4% a year. So 4.2 is about the average in the last five or six years. Good. 
All right. So how long, you know, how long do you think you will be in this role? It sounds like probably going to to finish out. Um, what's the what's the retirement goal and, and what do you plan on doing in retirement? Well, yeah, I'll definitely stick out with this. I may, I don't know about this company, but this this line of work. I like work now. I, I definitely didn't. One of my kids were little. I wished I could have been home more. I was able to be home two days a week when they were little. But I'm actually, the older I get, I enjoy helping the people that I help now. So I definitely, I think retirement for me would be slowing down a little bit, cutting back my hours at first, just because I like, I, I think that I would be, I haven't figured out how I would be a retired yet. I'd like to travel, things like that. And it would depend on, you know, if, if I had grandkids, things like that. But definitely I would slowly cut out hours and then see how I liked that. But probably I'll probably work till 65, maybe close to 70. Just depends on on the economy has changed a lot and it's changed my my business a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'll just have to see how things go in the next five or 10 years and see where I'm at. Yeah, for sure. I think we're all in that place. Yeah. What else, kids? When you were growing up and in school, you mentioned you didn't really like school. So what's one thing that you think you didn't learn throughout high school that you learn just in the real world that was the biggest thing that helped you okay well i i loved i i mean knowing your parents and stuff we had a great time in school i just i didn't love the you know i never wanted to go get a phd or a bachelor's even at that time we learned a lot more life skills in high school than they teach now so i was happy i mean like i i was in a class that we had to go open a check checking account things like that i was grateful for those kind of lessons you know I'm not even going to tell you which daughter it was, but I had a, one of my daughters was filling out an application and she wanted to know what MI stood for. And I was like, your middle initial. Uh, and she, I mean, like yeah. they need this. That's something that I wish that there was more life skills in school. Cause I was, I, I'm glad that we did that more. Yeah. And cursive, cursive. I mean, I'm glad that we learned how to do cursive. Oh my gosh. There, we're going to have a lot of printed signatures in the Gen Z. See McCoy's signature on his license. It's just his name. He just I his can't name. write cursive. Well, I think that's going to be pretty. I don't even they didn't teach it. Yeah. yeah uh, they don't. Elementary school. That's it. Is that right? Yeah. So, oh, so, yeah. so, Jen, I think you're hitting on, on one of the points of this podcast, too, is we were looking for this to be not an alternative, but more of an extension of school. Like, there's so much that I think we see that that isn't taught in school that feels the same as when we went through school. Right. And maybe even less, like less traits, right. You know, they, they've taken out at least here locally, they've taken out wood shop and auto mechanics and all these things that are good, offer great careers. So we're trying to get real people on the pod to kind of show people the path for these different professions. I hear you in, in your mind, it sounds like the financial stuff is kind of the one, you know, it's probably the biggest thing not taught in school. You're taking a class now and saying it's some of the, 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 the most real world tangible things that, that you've you've learned yeah. in school, right? Sure. And and so finance. Hmm. So like right now we're learning how to like fill out a resume, fill out an employment application. So it's okay. Like, it's it's good to know. So Definitely. so 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 piggybacking off that, Jen, what do you think you're the the greatest teacher of? So you've got a couple kids now and and you've, 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 you've had the experiences of both high school, a little college, professional license. What do you think through your adult life you've become the, the greatest teacher of? Oh, gosh. 
that's one of the things I wish I was better at. I mean, and I'm a trainer. That's part of my job. But we have a great manual and step-by-step program for what I'm doing. Kids are hard because they, you know, my kids are so different. I'm always telling them, you know, control your reactions. You can't control what other people do, but you can control how you react. And I've said it so many times that I'm hoping eventually they're hearing me. But that's that's just one of the biggest emphasis as I I'm always saying, you know, you can't control people, control the way you're reacting to that their their actions. If you're pissed off, control how you're pissed off you are. Love it. But I, I am not a great teacher. I don't know. I think I disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. What else, guys? Well, I know you already said you're like when you were young, you were like really comfortable with like the job that you're in right now. But like, do you wish you could like go back and like change anything like when you were younger 16 17 you know i don't have any regrets oh i saw that question i i spent 15 years working next to my dad so that's time i wouldn't have traded any you know because now he's retired i don't see him very often now at all so i wouldn't trade that time even though it wasn't like a huge growth and advancing in career time but it was it gave me the opportunities to have a little bit more flexibility in my life when i had kids things like that do I wish I had other? I don't. I mean, do I wish I was making a ton more money? That'd be nice. But I really am not the type that's after to win. The, you know, I have never had this aspiring dream to win the lottery and be a millionaire. I just have seen what it does to people. So I've never want to have never been that kind of person. So I, I don't think so. A lot more grounded, Jenny is. <laughs> think most. So, Jen, here we again. Just trying to speak to the Gen Z here, trying to simplify life a little bit. I remember kind of entering the real world and just trying to get my arms around it and not really knowing what I wanted to do and all these things, watching other people. And so to simplify this, we try to build some framework around these key domains of life, right? We, we, we narrow it down to five, right? Your health, your home life, your work life, your finances and relationship. And then if we... We rate those and add them up. We come up with the score. We like people to share the score and maybe, maybe one of the or two of the domains that they want to improve on or they have goals to improve on or they think they're a little light. What would you say your life score is? Okay. Well, I was thinking about this tonight. I think that my life score is about an eighty-five. Woo! I think Our that's, a, I think that's a new. Oh, is that was like yeah. sure. <laughs> overconfident? No, okay. not at all. No, okay. Hear it. Do you want me to go over how I came up with I, that? Well, or? I would love to know, like, where do you think the opportunity is for you? Which one of those? I mean, 85 is really, really good and strong. Let okay. me ask you this. If we asked you 10 years ago, is the score better or worse? I think it's better now. Better now. Kid yeah. getting closer to being out of the house. Does that have anything to do with this? Or that, and I was working less then because the kids were younger. I was more of a part time. I mean, so we were definitely not. I wouldn't say paycheck to paycheck because we don't really live a really you know extravagant lifestyle. So you know, we've always had money and savings, but definitely we have a lot more to play with now. So financially, I feel comfortable. Um, work, I only gave myself like a seventeen because I know I could probably find a better job if I was willing to get rid of some of these comforts that I had. Health. I mean, there's always room for better health. But when you get in your late 40s, we could all be a lot healthier. Agree. Yeah, that's very, that's a very common, common opportunity area for people that have been on the pod so far. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's good. That, that's a damn good score. Is, is there any part of your life where you think that you settled? I work. I mean, I, like I said, I, 
I didn't, I'm, I'm not regretting it, but I, I fell into and I really settled into this position that I'm in. You know, I've, I've promoted definitely as I go, but I'm not, I don't ever want to run a district or anything like that. I want to remain an optician who works with people and I don't want to move up and out of the office that I'm in. I don't want to go work, you know, corporately running those stores behind the scenes. I like helping people. So I think that I'm not looking to own the company. Would you, would you recommend this line of work to Gen Z kids? No. Eventually they're going to have to pay a lot better, but it's, there are trades. I, I, 100% 100% recommend trade, but this one is, is very slow to catch up to, to where it should be. It just hasn't, you know, for a long time, there was a really great state backing that supported our, our, our license and we've lost that. There's a lot of work to help support us. So I hope to see my kids do better than I did, but only because if they ever want to buy a house, they're going to have to. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So kids were about two minute mark. Fire away. Any questions for Jen? You got one? I'm a lot of questions here. I've got a whole lot. My question is, is your job hard? Like, do you consider yourself like... I was thinking that. Or like when you first started out, do you think it was hard for you? Or did it just come naturally because of your dad? Uh, when I first started out, I had really good training. So I, I, I trained under my dad and his, his mentor was there as well. I'd really good trading. There's definitely challenges that we've, you know, just like any job, you have a customer that comes in with a challenge that I can't figure out. There's really no reason for why this person can't see out of this prescription. We've done all the rechecks and everything like that. And, you know, but it's less challenging as we get old, as I, as I do it more, but no, it's, it's not extremely difficult. I mean, the, the education did help with the theories and the, the reasonings and the math and stuff like that, but it's, it's not, I don't stay awake worried about my job. Good. Any other questions from you guys? I got a couple. I I, I can fire off if you don't. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got Jen on the hot seat. I know, you know, this is great. Jen, so um, what do you what do you think you're doing when you feel most alive? Like what makes you the most happy? Oh, I am hanging out with my girlfriends, family dinners. We do a lot of family dinners. We laugh a lot, but I love my girls. Yeah. That's good. Uh, think that some of those girls would say the same things. I know a couple of them very well. Uh, how about your superpower? What is Jenny's superpower? Um, I can be witchy. Witchy? I, <laughs> okay. Yeah, sometimes I can. Please tell me I, more. I, I Please know. tell me more. I always have felt like I've, you know, I, I there's sometimes things that I just am done against and I can really will it to not happen sometimes. It's silly, but. I don't know. That's what I've always thought. That's probably going to be the best That's answer to get on that question. <laughs> so I, I think we wrap it right there. Jen, is there anything we ask people if there's there's a place that you want people to connect with you, if, if you want to leave you know, a place for them to reach out to you or something you want to plug before we say goodbye? No, I have no plugs. Just be kind, be nice and real people. Love it. Jenny, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for joining. And this has been awesome. See you All soon. Right. Bye, Bye Jenna. Bye. 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 <laughs>